0: As guys, I remember uh, walking down the road with my grandmother and, uh, on a house uh, that we passed by. There was a big sign that said, Zucchinis, five cents. These big, giant zucchinis. All of I said, why are they selling those? Just for five cents? She said, because if they were free, no one would take one. <laughs> five cents, they were getting a bargain. This is really what Paul is dealing with a little bit here today Uh, in in the passage of Corinthians. We we skipped where we were last week, and we skipped about half of the chapter we picked up today. But what he's dealing with is a bunch of people are saying, you know, we pay all these other people who come and and are preaching, and we pay uh, this person, and anytime somebody has something worth saying, we pay for it. So if this is any good, how come it's not costing us something? How come you're doing this for free? It must not be any good. Which is the exact opposite of what people now think. They think if, you know, you take an offering, you're, you're just snake oil salesman there. Like it, it was like, if it wasn't worth anything, you charge it. We do still feel that way. Just not about religion, about different things. <laughs> Uh, so, this is where we are today, and, and Paul basically just is making the argument um, that he could if he wanted to, but this thing is just welling up inside of it. and he has to proclaim the goodness of God's grace and love, he has to proclaim the glory of Jesus and the gospel. And if you wanted to, you could, but what am I, you know, I it's been given to you. And as a steward of this message of salvation, I have to proclaim it. It's just bursting out of me. And not only do I have to proclaim it, I go and sort of in, like a chameleon to those that I meet and meet them right where they are. If they're a Jew, then I start with the, with the Jewish religion, and if they're under the law, then I start with the law. If they're a Gentile, I start with being a Gentile, and I can talk to them in anywhere they are and present the gospel to them, and that's what I do because of God's great love. And, and it really just comes back to what we talked about last week of, of the urgency of, of God's love. And, It's it's funny, this year, you know, I I don't feel like I've done a great job all throughout Epiphany, coming back to this point. We're we're still in the season of Epiphany where God has been made manifest. Manifest to the Gentiles, and manifest to the world. The problem is Mark's Gospel is so fast and furious that you sometimes miss the fact that these new things are how God is being made manifest. World manifest by being led out into the wilderness, and manifest by calling James and John, saying you're going to be fishers of men, and manifest through teaching in the synagogue with his own authority, and manifest by healings and casting out demons. And today, that whole that whole urgency that we talked about last week continues again. Continues. We're again missing all the immediately, but we've got to be immediately, immediately, immediately. immediately. I'm just Simon Peter's house and immediately he was told that, that Simon Peter's mother-in-law was sick with a fever. He took her by the hand and all of a sudden the fever left her and she got up and, and started serving, which isn't any sort of any sort of patriarchal thing. <laughs> this is what, you know, this is what she's like, you know, what's this is this is putting her back into the glory of, of her position. She gets up and she begins to to live. Fully. That's the point. That when Jesus comes upon us, we live fully, we're healed of our infirmities, our sicknesses, our diseases, our sins. Um, the comment today says, set us free from the bondage that we have. That's what we're that's what we're inviting Jesus to do to set us free from the bondage of illnesses and the Simon Peter's mother-in-law is healed, all of a sudden, the whole town shows up. Somehow, she must have, uh, she sent out a Facebook post <laughs> or something that everybody knew. It's like, oh my God, that's cool. So they all showed up, and he uh, spent the rest of the day quite healing. And, then, and then finally went off to pray by himself, and the next day, they're all hunting for him. And Bible said, everybody's looking for you. He says, well, it's the time to leave town. And do the same thing everywhere else. But it's this this manifestation of God's glory in the person of Jesus who's come to, to set us free from the bondage <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at her right here and be like, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, so several years, several years ago, uh, I, had, I had like an epiphany, right, an epiphany of, of, of sort of my own, my own calling of, of why, we were or at least an epiphany into what was driving Uh, my calling in ministry and um, and, and talking about this. Because a lot of people they say, because you you like to be around people, you like to help people, you know, I'm like, I don't really like to help people. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I don't even really like people. I'm sort of of like the the person with the bumper sticker, the more people I meet, the more I like my dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's sort of more how I am, but but I realized in having this conversation with somebody that that uh, no, I'm i I'm. I'm a- That same, that same message, and that same hope because of God's great love. For me, that I that i was, um, and to share that same love with with people that God loves as well. And so that's that's sort of the you know is is what Paul's talking about. Is really it's, it's really what uh, struck me and drew me to God wants. That God is supposed to heal me, and God loves me, uh, even me, and God loves you, even you. Even when you think you're unlovable, and even when you think you're not worthy, and even when you think that if only God knew how I thought, how I felt, and how I acted, the the long and short of this God does know how. Loves you anyway. He wants to draw you closer and closer. And this is, it's it is such a, a, a power. This is why Mark's gospel is, is urgent this whole way. Immediately, immediately, Jesus was driven out into the wilderness. Immediately, Jesus came back and called well, Immediately, Jesus began to play the gospel. Immediately, Jesus is healing. Immediately, Jesus is teaching. Immediately, Jesus is casting out demons. Because there's an urgency that God has this burst into the world and wants to rescue humanity and rescue people. But not just the world. Right? Sometimes it's easy to be like, God so loved the world that He gave us only begotten Son at the end of all the living. We should not perish have everlasting life. And forget that the world needs you. The world needs me. And today is the uh, feast of St. Blaise. Actually, it was yesterday, but today we're going to celebrate the Feast of St. Blaise. Most people don't remember who St. Blaise was, that's alright. Uh, St. Blaise was uh, a bishop in, in the fourth century who was martyred uh, for his faith and for his witnesses on his way to his martyrdom. There was a boy who was choking on a fishbone, and he he went to him and and, uh, healed him, did the high probably wasn't called the high back then, (laughs) called the blaze or something like that. Candles, two unlit candles, and they sort of tied with red ribbon right the and they place them across. And uh, we, we sort of have like, a print on the throat, we pray for, for the throats, which is good this winter time, and also um, all the other animals that we have as well. And so, um, after, we, after we pray this blessing upon these, we invite like you to come forward to see we you like, to get um, impressed. Uh, candles on you and to be for this healing. Um, and again, again, you know, I, I think of it holistically. I don't think of it just as an ailment for your throat or even anything physical, but the, the, the urgency that, that God wants to set us free to pour out um, the love and power of Jesus Christ, by whom all things were made, should become incarnate. Thou art great, and do wondrous things awesome and worthy of praise, for the confession of whose faith the glorious martyr Bishop lays. Spurning divers torments, who counted worthy to receive the martyr's palm, to whom, among other gifts, thou didst grant the virtue of healing infirmities of the throat through your almighty power. We humbly beseech Thy Majesty, regarding not our sins, that you deign to bless. Through the mediation and the merits of Jesus Christ, this creature of wax, sanctifying and hallowing it through it of grace, that all who with a lively faith receive its impress upon their throats may be freed from all ailments of the same and be restored to health, may show forth in thy holy church their thankfulness for thy benefits by praising your glorious name, which is worthy of eternal <coughs> benediction through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Much